Hello again, Osmers. It's me, it's your buddy, Steve Simonson, and we are doing another Osmers.com podcast right now. I'm glad you're here with me. We are in the midst of the Founder Foundation's podcast mini-series. It's an insert here into the Osmers long-running series, and we're talking about what are the things that founders need, and ultimately the team members that support the founders, what do we all need to create those good foundations? And we're now moving into the management side of the equation. And this module is where you're now starting to focus on what are the uh, management systems and ultimately the, the related processing and control systems to make sure that you're managing well. You may not be surprised to know that this episode is Systemic Management 101. So how... How can everything be a system? Maybe that's a reasonable question to begin this episode with. You know, is it reasonable that Steve O thinks that everything on planet Earth can be a system? The answer is I think everything can be a system. Certainly everything that needs to be repeated. Uh, I'm sure there's plenty of one off examples of things that do not need repeated. Uh, however, if you are going to have it in a business, and you're going to try to produce that predictable result that we have referred to in the past, you should, in fact, build a system. And so creating a system and managing those systems should also in itself, here's a hint, be a system. And for the advanced users out there, I've uh, done presentations in much more detail on this in the past. And you can check out um, I think I have a website for this. I'll, I'll try to refer to it here in a minute. I got to check it for uh, for us first. But the the idea of how you build a system, and I think it's systemforsystems.com. I put in some of the slides from a past presentation. Yeah, systemforsystems.com, and this is all about our topic today. And I did a, a very elongated presentation on the online seller cruise about this. And there's a, a a number of documents. I think yeah, it shows uh, 20 plus slides. Now, unfortunately, everybody, you don't get the the benefit of me telling you how those slides work or the meaning behind those slides. But you can do a little bit of the uh, deduction yourself. the The whole point is you're going to figure out the things that need to be managed. And as I like to say, for me, I'm a terrible manager. So, you know, I'm starting the confession early. And to be clear, most entrepreneurs are not great managers. We are often great firefighters or tacticians. So give me a problem and I can solve it. I'm a really good on the ground player. And this actually works against you right, as an entrepreneur. And by the way, if you're a manager and you get caught up in the the firefighting, uh, so-called firefighting, right? When you're just doing, putting out the daily fires, instead of getting either the system to prevent the fire to begin with or from deploying your own team of firefighters, you're missing the point. The point is, you know, first get the owner to be an owner, then get the managers to be managers, and then get the firefighters to fight those fires. Ideally, the system preventing the highest amount of those fires possible. In other words, let's not have chaos. Let's have order, right? 
Uh -huh. little callback for those advanced awesomers out there. So I, as a terrible manager, only want to really be responsible for a couple people reporting to me. I'm, listen, I get it. Like I understand the skills required. I just also realize I don't have those skills. I'm not that good at them. And so it's a lot higher lift for me to be a good manager than somebody who's naturally inclined to be a good manager. So I can both have the intellectual understanding of how management is done without having the raw talent to get it done. So I can build skills to compensate for my um, kind of natural inability. Uh, let's, let's just leave it at that. Uh, my point then is instead of a, a competent manager who can have somewhere between eight and 12 direct reports, kind of fully utilized, that's eight to 12 direct reports. That means they are only managing, by the way. They are not doing any tactical level work. So if somebody only has you know two people reporting to them, then they have some time to still do tactical level work. But let's just say a fully utilized professional manager can manage somewhere between eight and 12 people. Beyond that, by the way, you're, you're stretching them too far and it becomes unreasonable on some level. That includes for founders who think that they're everybody's manager. <laughs> I keep coming near my point and then I keep backing up to, to uh, elongate my, my <laughs> contextual introduction. The point is I only want maximum of three people reporting to me. And it's usually finance, operations, and what is it? Anyone? Finance, operations, marketing. So those are the three kind of core functions of a business. And for me, all of the sub processes in the system can be broken out under those, those buckets. Now I've shared, including on that page, systemforsystems.com, I've shared a functional org chart, which we'll talk about in the future part of this mini series. And that has more than three buckets, by the way. But it doesn't take much to go, oh, uh, think of a you know, finance lead, marketing lead, operations lead, being responsible for all those buckets. And, and you start filling in not just systems, but you're filling in people uh, that are assigned to those systems. Your objective with this training concept is to build something that outlines what areas of the business, what functions, that is, uh, are important, and then figuring out what systems you either have or need to document, and then prioritize those, and then just go do it, right? It's pretty easy. I want to caution you that as you start thinking about your business, and especially if you start thinking at the granular level, this can feel wildly overwhelming. That's just true. And I, I, I can both acknowledge that potential reality, but to tell you to pump the brakes, take a deep breath, and just remember that you don't have to do all of this yourself. Your team, not only can they help you, but this is not some penalty that you're throwing at them. This is actually how they can be not just a contributor to the company, but help the company reach its full potential. So all of this is like great news. Um, and this should be part of the allocation of time. So when you have a manager, let's just say for the sake of discussion, you have a manager, they have two or three direct reports. 
Well, they certainly have some time to build systems. And so what's their functional area of expertise? How can they go through and help you at least catalog what the future systems need to be and then come up with some structure of making those uh, come to life in your business? And again, the the systemforsystems.com will give you a little bit more detail as to how you define the beginning, you know, what, what the name of the beginning of the system is, all the way down to the end system. The entire objective of this particular presentation and module is that you can you can make management systemic. And in fact, you can make systemic management part of your core principle. And that's why Systemic Management 101 is here for you today. That's why we're doing this. So uh, again, in summary, you're going to, in general, you're going to diagram what are the core needs of your business. Maybe you maybe you have different needs than me. Maybe finance, marketing, operations is not enough for you. And by the way, I could come up with a ton of examples where it's not enough. Um, a, a manufacturing company, uh, you know, there are aspects that probably are outside of those categories. Not that you couldn't categorize them in some way, but I would probably do a little bit different if I was just doing pure manufacturing. Um, but in a generic way, I could probably make every business fit in it as well. My whole point is, as always, nomenclature should not get in the way of progress. So just start with something and make it better as you go. And please don't forget you don't have to do all of this. Your core is to, you know, come up with the context and the system. So here's why we're doing it and here's how we're doing it, but not here's the us or me, I more precisely doing it. Here's how the team can get the job done. And systemforsystems.com gives you all the tips and hints that you need. And I'll be honest with you, I think there's a systems for systems, system for systems presentation I did somewhere in the Awesomers or Empowery uh, content bank somewhere. And uh, I recommend you go try to find it. So you can go to Empowery.com and search for it. Uh, I know that that site will lead to a blog post on Empowery. That's where that uh, systemforsystems.com shows up. But I did some public presentation, even beyond the online seller cruise. And uh, I recommend you check it out right now. Thanks, everybody. I hope this is helpful, and I hope that you're you're putting and seeing how all the pieces now are coming together. Uh, I hope those pieces are being put together for you mentally, and then later you can uh, get your team to help you put them all, all together in tangible, actionable steps for your business. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye.